Welcome back to Pulse on the Market. I'm your host, Jaden Brains, founder of Brains Capital. And today's going to be short. And today was actually crazy. So we saw a sellout in the market. We were expecting this with the high inflation rates and the interest rates. And we're finally seeing a pullback in the market. And we are going to get into today. Why? Why is this happening? Because that's the most important thing to understand why the market is moving the way that it is. So first off, the Dow is down 1.69% to 38,142. The Nasdaq is down 1.84% at 17,555. And the S&P is back under 5,000. Goodbye to 5,000. It's down 1.61% to 4,941. The small caps are taking a huge hit. The the Russell 2000 is down 3.6%. They're getting clobbered. They're down to 1,971. And... So the 10-year treasury yields are up 2.73% to 4.295. So why is that happening? That's because the CPI, which is the Consumer Price Index, which takes into consideration just spending of uh, food, of shelter, of utilities, whatnot. And it's basically how much are we spending? And we saw an increase. The estimated for January was 2.9%. And what was reported was 3.1%. So just that 0.2% has caused a huge sellout in the market. It's not, it doesn't mean we're heading into a depression or into a recession, sorry, but we are seeing a sellout and it seems like any bit of bad news right now is just causing huge sellouts in the market because people are so antsy on just the Fed rate cuts, on the inflation. It's just an interesting time in the market where we are going to see a lot of volatility with the prices of the indexes and all the stocks because of just the these news reports and where we are at at this given moment. So for certain stocks of the day, we have super microcomputers, which is up 1.16%, believe it or not. They were down to around 757 a share and now it's up to 782. So they're up nine bucks a share today. And but we're seeing almost all these stocks on my list are all negative. We have the trade desk down 1%, Nike 1%, Google 2%, Tesla 3% again. And we have very few companies in the green. We got Lily, which is up 0.2%, Spotify up 1.13%. Arisa Networks had their earnings report. They're down 5% to 266. And unfortunately, Shopify, although they performed better than expected, they beat the, the estimates. So they reported a revenue of $2.14 billion, which is 23.57% year over year. And they so they beat that by $64 million. And the EPS, 0.34, which is 385% year over year, which is crazy. And they, they beat the estimate by 0.03. So why did the stock still drop? That's because what comes after the earnings report is the earnings call with the guidance. And the guidance is, is has the ability to manipulate the stock far more than just beating estimates of stocks. So the guidance for Shopify, what the CFO is saying is that their margins are increasing. So it, their, their cost of goods of operations is going up and their revenue is going to decline. It's going to be it's going to increase by a little over 20 percent, which is still lower than the estimates for this quarter. So with higher margins and lower expected revenue, that's not a good look for the bottom line, which is the net income. And that's what a lot of people look at is just the cash being generated. And so that will decline 
And if that number isn't going up, if it's not looking so great, especially in a company that doesn't even have a calculated price to earnings ratio, a PE ratio, uh, last time I saw it, it was in the negatives or it just was not available. And for a company like that, that is a major growth stock, then yeah, they're not going to take that earnings report too well or that, that guidance too well. So the stock was down currently 12.5%. It's down to $78 a share. And so that that's not a good look for the program, but it doesn't help that today was just a bad day all across the market. So any company with earnings reports, yeah, it, they would have to smash those earnings reports to perform well today, especially given the CPI that went up and just the sellout of all these all, all the people in the market. All right. So for other news stories of the day, so the 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 yield in the ten year Treasury note surged as January CPI which I said was 3.1, exceeded expectations. And so the 10-year the uh, raised nearly 10 basis points to 4.269, and the two-year Treasury yield climbed over 13 basis points to 4.601. So we're seeing a little inverse there where the, the short term, the, the two-year has a higher interest rate than the 10-year Treasury, and we were learning about that a little bit in class today. So I'm still a student at the university studying finance, and... It, it helps me out with the with brains capital with what I'm doing, which is why I'm studying and I enjoy it at the moment. And just talking about the la- the majority of the times when we have an inverse in these yields for short term and long term treasury yields, that it typically leads to a recession. I don't know how true that is. I haven't really done enough research on that, but that's according to my professor. And so he he thinks we're entering into a recession. But there are a lot of analysts and experts that are stating the contrary. I've seen both sides that, oh, this is the strongest the economy's ever been. And the market, like the indexes are going up. That might be caused because or that might not be that impressive because of inflation is what some are saying. So it, it's going back and forth. Are we entering into a recession? And once more, once more news comes out on that, I'll make sure to let you guys know first thing. And I guess we'll we'll have to see. Because right now, the, the, all the indexes hit their all-time highs. It's still looking pretty solid. I know that the, uh, the jobless claims went down 7,000 last week. We're going to see again if it continues to drop or if it starts skyrocketing. Because we have more layoffs. That's something that does concern me, is that Paramount Global is laying off about 800 employees, which is roughly 3% of its entire workforce. So that... That's interesting because we've been seeing lots of layoffs from different companies recently. And it's kind of ironic because we have a lot of layoffs happening, but also we have thousands of, of Uber, Lyft, DoorDash drivers. We got flight attendant, flight attendants from 24 airlines like Alaska, Southwest, United, American, and they're going on, they're, they're riding, they're, they're, they're picketing outside airports, the, the flight attendants demanding better pay, and drivers are planning a strike on Valentine's Day dem- demanding fair, fair pay. But there is speculation that this is the reason why inflation happened in the first place. Why people are getting laid off is because people are like at the I don't want to say the, the the lower side of it but just I remember when fast food jobs paid a lot less is what I'm trying to get at is that it started with that demanding higher pay to pay for rents and families and whatnot and having to pay the employees more raise the prices which kind of started a trickle effect of leading to inflation which leads to layoffs and layoffs le- do lead to a recession 
if more people are being laid off and can't find jobs. So that is a big concern of mine is that these layoffs continue, the jobless claims goes up, and we start to enter into an economy that's not as strong as it once was. So those are flight attendants and DoorDash, or not, yeah, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft drivers. They're, they want bigger pay. Some news on Google. So the, the, the all-in-one subscription service that Google has, it's called Google One, has reached 100 million subscribers. So that, that marks a significant shift towards paid services in Gmail, Drive, Photos. And that is an impressive number. 100 million is a lot of people. It's what, a third or fourth of the United States? So that's a big landmark for Google. And really, the last thing I want to share for today, this is going to be a shorter episode. The last thing is part of the mindset of of being a trader. So a lot of times when people lose while making trades, and I've learned this from a personal experience of me doing it myself, is that once we lose relatively big, we naturally have the, the inclination to raise our wager our line to try and make up for that loss because you know you heard that if you get chopped in half by 50 percent that it takes twice as much to get up to where you're at so the natural inclination is to double that line to recover those losses and what ends up happening is after your first loss you're psychologically not thinking right you're not in the right mindset to be making accurate decisions because you're upset you're flustered over that loss and so the second trade right after that typically does not end well and especially if you're doubling down on your line, you're increasing the line instead of decreasing it, then that can lead to even greater losses. And it kind of, it compounds and it's like a snowball effect. So the mindset of the day, what I've been reading from extra expert traders as well, is that it is intelligent to cut the line, to either step away. Some huge traders just just step away from the from the stocks for a couple of days after, after big losses. I don't say you have to do that. But I wouldn't double down on the line to recover it because you're just not going to be in the right mindset to make the right decision. So either cut your line, just uh, what you're what you're putting down, what you're wagering on the stocks, or just completely take a break. Just calm down, recover, get back to that right mindset before you start making more trades to avoid falling into even deeper losses, which hurts the soul. It's the worst thing for a trader to just lose and then to lose even more because they're not in the they're not mitigating the risk. So, strategically mitigating that risk, knowing when you should stop trading and when you should take a break is very key, very crucial for traders. So, that's just an investment investment mindset of the day and it's something that I've learned from personal experience. I've done it and it ended terribly for me. Not not super bad because I I wasn't wagering that much i think i lost a few percent off of it but that's more than what i usually lose i usually have smaller increments and what could have been just like a half percent of a loss was 6x into a three percent loss overall on the on just the on the portfolio so that's it for today i'll keep it short and once again i appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast and if you have any questions concerns comments if you want me to go do an in-depth analysis on a ticker on a company you just reach out to me on marketpulse.io so marketpulse.io and you can just dm me and i will get back to you as soon as i can and just let me know of anything 
And so that'll be for for that'll be it for today. The disclaimer as always, this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. Listeners are advised to conduct their own research and seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared, and that they are not responsible for any actions taken based on the content of this podcast. Investing involves risk, it's all risky. And past performance is not indicative of future results. The host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to this podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys, and I will see you tomorrow.